Hi, this is Kara Kading, and as part of the Milliger family, I'd love to introduce you to our new podcast. Everything we do here at Milliger's is done to enhance the lifestyle of our customers. Our products and services add beauty and enjoyment and just make life a little more rewarding. We are first and foremost growers, and one of the things we do best is to open a world of beauty to people through plants. And plants enrich our lives in so many ways, from cleaning our air to making everyone feel better. And everything else that we do or sell gradually evolved from our wanting people to feel better and enjoy life. Okay, Milliger fans. Well, spring is on its way here at Milliger's where this is really our time to shine. I mean, Christmas, of course, is always incredible, but nothing, nothing beats spring in the greenhouses. So I'm here with my cousin, Dave Milliger, and you spend, I'd say, 95% of your time in the greenhouses. Yeah, that's accurate. Uh, (laughs) The other 5% is probably at the farmer's market. Uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess that's still a greenhouse, so maybe 100%. Is, yeah, most of the time. So, but that's that's why I like it. It's a lot of fun there, a lot going on. Especially well, this it's time just amazing how, you know, there's always something new every day. I'm sure there's no two days that are alike for you. And this time of year, there's so much happening and really a lot behind the scenes. If you don't know or haven't seen Milligers, we have 92 greenhouses right here at our home store. And we grow pretty much everything we possibly can. And this starts at a very early time. Some of the plants, I mean, when was kind of like the first round of plants that were growing in the Dutch house? Well, that, that happened even before the poinsettias were gone. In December, we get we plant all these, the dracaena, the spikes. Those are started really early. Vinca, it started early I just too. can't believe how long those take. I mean, I guess Vinca vine for sure. I mean, when people buy them, they like to have them already cascading down and right. looking and good in a right, container. Yeah. So they have to be... A little bit longer. Yeah, that's true. And then that spikes any kind of grass like that takes a long time to grow and you got to start early. So here we are. And probably two weeks ago, we got the first round of Calibrecoa. That's uh, our million bells, which comes in. A, did all the colors come in or uh, specific? Yeah, on? I think so. I mean, it, yeah, it must have been 20 or 30. Wow. I just can't believe that is a category that continues to grow. I mean, all sorts of different colors. And every year there's something new. Yeah, that is always a very popular one. People wonder what to plant, and I take them to the Calibricola bench, which stretches from one wall to the other wall of the whole (laughs) range, and then some. And there's just so many things to choose from. Yeah, great colors, great combinations, and I think that that has really expanded with ones that obviously cascade and trail down over a hanging basket or a container, but then some are a little bit more compact. That could just be a little more, I wouldn't say upright, actually, but they aren't as cascading. Right, maybe good for a garden bed or something like that. Right, and they just bloom their heads off. Right, they're already blooming right now. You can come see them. Aw, so cute. I did. I was out there yesterday, and I just couldn't believe just these tiny little starter plants, and they're just, they got a a flower on them. I was wondering how many flowers that one plant would produce in a season. I mean, if they're starting in January. Right, it's just incredible. Nothing seems to hold them back. That's incredible. So what else is happening out there? I'm running our soil machine nonstop, pretty much. We fill up all these containers and pots beforehand, and we start now, and we just put them in the greenhouse, and they just sit on the bench filled with soil until it's time to use them if it's in two weeks or 15 weeks. Yeah, I saw them out there. there. I'm so excited. Just smelling that Milliger mix to me is so incredible. If you look in the greenhouse right behind where our farmer's market is, it's just these benches with Lots of soil. Yeah, they just sit there until we're opening. And we've got pallets full of flats that we just palletize and wrap up with plastic until it's time to use them. A lot of other things. Like I always see them, uh, now is the time that they're going through and checking all the hoses and 
laying those out. Yeah, and there's a lot sure of projects right. like that too. You have got all the wands and all the hoses they need to be repaired. In HH3, we just built new benches for every single greenhouse. It was like 400 new tables that we spent on a July and August doing. And the layout is so it. cool in there. I feel like there's more space, there but yet space. I'm there's not knocking aisles. things over with my big butt either. <laughs> there's two aisles now instead of one, but they're still wide enough, I think. And we are now the guys are back there right now redoing the hose, the plumbing for the hoses has got to be totally redone for each house up wow. there. And so they're cutting a bunch of copper and we're got new things we're installing. So this is kind of the time of year to do that. So in those greenhouses, I suppose that's affected of the watering pattern, right? Somebody, how somebody waters because of the different aisles or? Yes. Now, instead of right at the entrance to the greenhouse where the shutoff is for the water, it'll be in the middle of the house and there'll be two hoses, one going on one side and one on the other. So you won't be running over all the hoses when you go in there. Right. So well, that's great because otherwise you got to bring your hose all the way back and then try to run it and flip it over yeah. the other side and run it all the way down. Hauling those hoses around is not, They're heavy. not too easy. Yeah. But some of them are really heavy. Making sure all the wands have the stoppers on them. <laughs> yeah, the shutoffs. Yeah, so those important. shutoffs are always. And then someone slams the hose down, drops it one time, and it breaks. <laughs> and then you're scrambling. I feel for the like rest we should season. invent uh, a better hose stopper that would, that thingy, would be good. like a button instead of a toggle or whatever you call it, lever. Yeah, I don't know, but those are always. They're always breaking. breaking. Always, yeah. I guess there's metal ones, but then they don't seem to stay as... Yeah, there's those like metal They get ones, all kind of wonky, like they get loose. Yeah, and they're really heavy, too. So if you're holding that hose for an hour per house that it takes to water, then... Uh, it's serious work on the forearms. Yeah. And even if you drop that, there's no guarantee that's going to be okay, and it's easy to don't drop Don't drop things. your hoses, guys. Yeah, right. Be gentle. So the greenhouses are starting to fill up. I mean, everything pretty much right now is really all in what we call our Dutch greenhouse. And if you don't know what the Dutch greenhouse is, this is our big glass greenhouse. It's the greenhouse that's pretty much the furthest south. You can see it right from our parking lot. And this was actually people from Holland came and put this together for us. And so it's one of our most state-of-the-art greenhouses that has the heated floor, which is why a lot of our little starter plants begin there because they're getting the warmth not only from the greenhouse, but also keeping the roots warm. Right. Yeah, that's our most high-tech greenhouse. I love it when everything is in there. I can kind of keep track a little better <laughs> well, than I, I can in the house. middle of spring. But oh, yeah, it's yeah. nice when it's all together in the Dutch. Everything's happening in there, all the water booms. That's the place to go if you want to see what's going on. But in just a few weeks, I think the 13th of February, we are filling our other two big ranges, the specialty house and the geranium house will be opened up and oh, wow. growing for the season. We start a bunch of hanging baskets in there. As soon as they're ready, we bring them out, hang them up. And then fill the house with something else or just move. We're just moving plants around all day. Constantly. Every day. That's for sure. And then you mentioned there was some geraniums coming and. Yeah, that's the next big thing. Next week, we get our first shipment of these geranium cuttings. They're just unrooted cuttings and we stick them one by one into a little cell. And I think every other week for eight different shipments, we are sticking these geraniums so they're ready at the appropriate time throughout the season. I think the biggest week, we get almost 20,000 cuttings in one day. It's a big bell it's curve, incredible. but yeah, that's that's the biggest. So that uh... so when all those cuttings come in, what is the prep or how do you protect them? I mean, obviously they're very small and fragile. You just uh, water everything in and... Yeah, pretty much. They come in these little baggies of 100 or 200 or something in there, and then they're in these ice packs in the box to make sure they stay cool 
but not freeze. And then we stick them all, and then they're under this watering boom, which is going every five minutes, 24 hours a day for the first maybe three three days or so, and then we kind of back it off from there. But yeah, you got to watch them real closely, make sure there's no problem, mechanical problems with the boom or the lights or the heat or anything else. That's always a big deal. Fortunately, it's a warmer or it's a much more mild winter, so we don't have the sub-zero temperatures right now that sometimes that's a challenge. Yeah, or heavy snowfall that can be damaging to greenhouses. Yeah, you got to like watch that out for that too. I mean, I miss the snow, but I would like to see some. And then how does this affect your, like you are the microgreen king, and so how does this affect your production as we move into longer days, a little bit warmer. It's a lot better for me. I, uh, <laughs> it's really nice when the greens grow a little faster because the winter takes so long for them to grow. And if I have some orders that change or some customers want something else or extra, I can't really do that. Just for make them. some more. Yeah. It just takes, you know, six weeks or two months almost to do that. But anyway, with the longer days, I already notice a change. The lettuce starts to get a little bit denser, a little bit heavier. Yeah, the color's a little more intense for the red leaves. Same thing with the microgreens, and they grow a little faster, a little fuller, so it's it's nice. Everyone's a little bit happier as we move into spring, for sure. And then looking in the Dutch, there was maybe some plants for Easter coming along. Is there anything in there? Well, there's like Easter <laughs> mums, right? Don't we have those? Yeah, yeah. Yes. We, I mean, there's no Easter lilies, no, yet, we don't grow those here. That's one of the only things we don't grow. We get those in from a different greenhouse in Milwaukee. And then finish them off here. And then we finish them off here. We <clears> kind of <throat> trade them for some poinsettia cuttings that we do that they don't do. Nice. So in the summer, we... The greenhouses have to help each other out. Yeah, that's right. Then was there hydrangeas in there yet? Yes, the hydrangeas are in there. They're planted, so they're, they're, they're growing. Beautiful. And those, not like the ones that you guys plant out in your garden, like on the nursery lot, but actually the ones that you'll see in the springtime in the store or with your Easter plants, those kind of combinations. Those are just so beautiful to me. They're just big flower heads. And yeah, they are nice. Yeah, we'll, we'll treat them for the blue flowers pretty soon, I think. Those are my we favorite. We have a few, a few treatments of that, and uh, they'll be good to go. And then a couple other slow growers I noticed in there, the bougainvillea. Yeah, we got that in. That's planted, and we did some from seed this year, too, so we'll see how those go. That's also known as paper flower, but those are just beautiful in hanging baskets mainly seems to be our biggest attraction. Yeah, I love those too. And then fuchsia plants. Yeah, we've got some fuchsia growing those. and Some slow growers. Yeah, what else for spring? We've got some like ranunculus and alstroemeria growing already now. Oh, goody. Um, I'm working on our seminar workshop, so I got to figure out when we're going to. What's so funny is whenever we do the frost-free garden bowl, it's always like a snowfall or something. Like It's always the coldest day. I don't know why whenever we set that class. But we've got some great plants, I think, and more variety than ever for options to be able to put in those bowls. Yes, I agree with that. <laughs> We do have a lot of options. I'm always asking Ron, like, we need more. We need more. People want color, right? So Yeah, I just saw some pansies planted, too, so those should be good I shape by then. I can't wait. Yeah. I, when we were in Atlanta on the business trip, while we were there, we woke up one morning, and we were walking to the America's Mart, and they had planted, they must have planted pansies during the night because we were at the show late. We went back to our Airbnb, and as we were walking early in the morning, they were planted magically. But they were so beautiful. I mean, it was just such a wonderful sign of spring. I love the pansies and all the pansy bowls that we offer are great because no matter what the weather is, I mean, I don't know why they call them pansies because they're pretty tough. That's right. They are one of the tougher. And lots of color combinations. Anything new and exciting out there that you've noticed? I don't know about any new <laughs> colors or anything, but um, there's got to be something. You'll have to come check it out, I guess. Yes. Please know that you can always walk through the greenhouses. I do that, obviously, on the daily just to check on things. But also, don't you just feel better in the greenhouse? 
I, I do, yes. Yeah, it's nice. It's always warm and it's always something growing. It's it a little mini good. vacation. Yeah. I know that we'll have the spring workshops, but then I'm also working on some greenhouse tours to be able to incorporate maybe in March and April, just so that people can kind of see and understand what happens in the greenhouse and all the behind the scenes. And maybe they don't need to see the hoses and the stoppers and all those things, uh, but <laughs> I find it fascinating how the operations are here. And you and Ron Peterson, our head grower, you guys work so well together. Yeah, yeah, it's good. He's working hard. He's doing all kinds of work planning for the whole spring, and he's been doing this for probably the last year. He's probably planning for next spring right now, actually. I don't know, know <laughs> but he's busy. Yes, he's very organized and figuring out what we're going to do going forward. But Now, are the geraniums blooming out there? I know that you mentioned the calabrocoa, like the little plants are blooming. Have you seen any flowers on the geraniums? Uh, we haven't gotten any geraniums yet. Oh, they're uh, coming. This next right. week is the okay. first time they come. but We don't know. <laughs> right. I'll let you know. They could be. And let's see, what else? <laughs> well, let's see, what else are we doing? There's there's so much. There's all this maintenance going on. They're f- fixing everything. Like I said, with the benches and the greenhouses, we are getting a new computer that goes in, uh, like a new weather station that monitors everything. And it Does it monitor all the greenhouses, or is uh, it going just specifically for it, one greenhouse? It's going to be pretty much for the expo and like our in-store tropical greenhouse Right now, there's some issues with that, but it's going to be a lot better. Right now, in the expo, it doesn't sense the wind or anything like that. It just knows the temperature. So if it, you know, it'll open up even if it's too windy. So you got to be kind really of worried careful. about that. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, we're going to get a new system, and it's going to be a lot nicer, a lot more reliable, a lot easier to program. I hope for everybody because there's always. I never want to touch any of those buttons. I always will like, either ask you or Ron. Like, yeah, that's probably it's best. hot in here. Uh, or because <laughs> it's easy to kind of mess that up or change some settings you didn't mean to. Let's see, what else? Well, let's see. I'm printing out hanging basket labels for all the 20,000 hanging baskets that we grow. That's insane. We've got these color-coded labels. They're blue or yellow. So you print off all the labels that say, like, what the variety is. It'll say, like, uh, you know, 11-inch begonia basket, you know, and then a little tidbit about that begonia and then the price and the barcode, and you got to make sure that's all designed right. And yeah, and then it's landing. The printer's working right. It. Yeah. So anyway, I'm almost done with that project, but it's taken more than a week probably to do this. So you guys, we color code our hanging baskets. So the tag you see hanging, the yellow means sun and blue means shade. And then we have the ones that are half and half. So obviously blue and yellow is a little bit half and half. Yeah. The tags are really nice. I haven't really seen any other garden center that has a tag like that. That's that you so can, helpful. It's very helpful. Yeah. And other people come and comment on that from other nurseries. They'll say like, whoa, like, where'd you get these tags? And Yeah. Yeah. So that's... Then you'll be making all the tags for our Jumbo Hanging Basket workshops that are coming up. Oh, yeah. Up. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that. All the tags for the roses, the tags for all oh, the hard yeah. tags. So, yeah, it's, there's a lot of printing that goes on in the off-season like this. That happens right here at Milliger's. Yeah, come back and see me in HHP. <laughs> it's really fun. That's a lot of work. Yeah, and then the lettuce and microgreens, of course, are just going on like usual. Year-round, twice a week, we have harvests, so that's... And arugula. Yeah, arugula, too, yes. Wheatgrass. Mm-hmm. Growing wheatgrass. Is this a happy wheatgrass time? Because I know wheatgrass can also be a little temperamental. Uh, yeah, no, this is a good time. It likes the cooler weather. It likes kind of cloudy, indirect light. So that's perfect for right now. So yeah, wheatgrass is tasting good and the trays are nice and full. I had a shot. Uh, wheatgrass Wednesdays, guys. So good. You got to come in and get your fresh wheatgrass. But that tastes amazing. Yeah, I always have a couple Wednesday morning. It's been super sweet. So definitely, you always have it, of course, at the farmer's market. But then you definitely want to try it out. Come in and support. Please support Wheatgrass Wednesdays because 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> David hand cranks that go through a lot of work yeah. to get that grass. And, yeah, uh, we need all the, all the support we can we get. We want you to be going. healthy. Right, exactly. What is about wheatgrass that is so good for people? What do you get excited about? Well, that, I don't know. There's I got a book about it. it. You can read it. You get kind of excited about that. Just as There's just so much. But it's like one shot is like two pounds of leafy green nutritional value. So right off the bat, you've You're getting two like pounds of leafy worth, green vegetables. Salads worth of nutrition right there. Just in one shot. It's incredible. But it's got all kinds of antioxidants and minerals and vitamins and oxygenates your blood and gets yeah. rid of the gray hairs it's supposed to be good for your <laughs> yeah your hair your skin your teeth nails all the good everything things. so yeah google it don't take my word for it definitely check it out well i love that i love that you offer that and continue to carry that torch of having that there on wednesdays <laughs> at least you know i'm getting a nice good shot happy for that yes that's important okay guys so you definitely want to come check it out say hello to milligers walk through one of our 92 greenhouses things are opening up as we speak and it's just such great therapy out in the greenhouse to see all the new spring plants what we're going to be offering you'll probably of course see dave or ron peterson out there and they can ask any of your questions maybe give you a little behind the scenes mini tour of what's happening but we can't wait to see you here at milligers and thank you dave yeah thanks for having me on We hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on all the latest information and happenings here at Milligers. You can find out more details about our events on our website at milligers.com. We would love to hear from you. Send us your suggested topics and questions to me at gardengirl at milligers.com. Thanks again for listening and just keep growing.